Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 3? Three. Hour 3 of Gerard at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. All right, coming up this hour, brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis, who says Manchester is in the midst of a renaissance, and he's crafted a blueprint to harness that energy. There are 12 points in this blueprint, and uh, they include a path to a thriving economy, responsible energy solutions, investing in improving parks and public spaces, and the practice of ta- ending the practice of taxpayer-funded health insurance for elected officials, charter changes to address conflicts of interest, expanding the public transportation system, better schools and smaller class sizes, modernizing city trash collection, paving the future, safer streets and neighborhoods, tackling the opioid epidemic, and on taxes and spending. You can learn more at tedgatzis.com slash plan. That's tedgatzis.com slash plan. All right. So uh, speaking of uh, elections and all that, I want to share that um, it looks to me like uh, Ward 2 Aldermanic candidate uh, Will Stewart and Ward 1 uh, Alderman Kevin Cavanaugh are dodging a debate request that um, this radio show has issued in light of uh, their challengers' requests. I sent out a letter, as I do every season, offering to host candidates for interviews, debates, all that fun stuff. And uh, Bob O'Sullivan and um, Christopher Stewart, Bob O'Sullivan, Ward 2, Christopher Stewart, Ward 1, have indicated an interest in debating uh, their opposition. Their opposition has not either not responded, as is the case in Ward 1, where uh, Senator Kavanaugh has uh, refused to even acknowledge the request. And in Ward 2, Will Stewart... Um, didn't acknowledge it initially, and then I uh, sent him a couple more texts to follow up, and he said uh, he was uh, trying to rearrange his schedule because of a debate request that uh, he received on a local public television show, Access Show, the what's called the Ed and Joe Show, with Ed Sapienza and Alderman Joe Kelly Lavasser. And I sent him back a note. I said, well, that's great, Will, but this is for the radio show, not for the TV show. And I sent him a bunch of available dates and times, and he uh, said, uh, thanks, I, I'm, I'm trying to make changes to my schedule. And I don't know how else to say this except to say it, and I, and I mean it in all sincerity, I don't understand how your schedule needs to be arranged at that time of day um, in order to meet the debate, especially since I offered times in each of the hours of the show uh, with the caveat that if there was another time that worked, I could probably make arrangements at that date and time if I needed to. And I haven't heard back from him since, uh, which makes me think, frankly, he's looking to dodge the debate. And that's disappointing because while I, I have uh, had some critical things to say about uh, Will Stewart in, his, uh, in some of his positions, I've also had some supportive things. And I think you could um, honestly say that I am a uh, an undecided Ward 2 voter. Now, I've interviewed Bob O'Sullivan here on this radio show. I interviewed him on my TV show last night. And, I, you know, frankly, he's starting to win me over, if for no other reason than 
not only is he addressing uh, several issues directly and head on, and you can hit them head on without being direct, and he's doing both. I, I'm, I'm growing um, disappointed, if not a little troubled, by Will Stewart's avoidance of the issue. Now, I'm sure he's getting advice that says, don't risk it. You're going to win. You had a big showing in the primary. Um, and maybe that's true. And I think most people would agree that Will Stewart is the odds-on favorite uh, to carry this race. However, in as much as I live in Ward 2, and I get my mail, and I drive through the neighborhoods, and I see um, I see the signs, and signs don't vote, and they don't indicate necessarily who's ahead, but certainly Bob O'Sullivan has been busting hump to uh, make up for lost ground, and I think he's turned this into a race. So... Um, Will Stewart's avoidance at this point of the invitation, uh, and the last time I heard from him was on Wednesday, is uh, is disappointing. And if neither Senator Kavanaugh in Ward 1 nor Will Stewart in Ward 2 agree to a time by the end of the day today, then I will schedule at least two segments with each of their opponents, Christopher Stewart and Bob O'Sullivan, for extended interviews here on the Draw at Large radio show to make their case. And I think it's unfortunate. I think anybody who listens to the debates that we did uh, between Tim Baines and Pat Long and Barbara Shaw and Jim Burkish, I don't think there's any argument that when I have people in this studio, it gets played straight down the middle. I let the candidates determine the conversation. They do their back and forth. I play referee at times. I'll pop in my questions or my corrections as I, as, as I see fit. But it's an opportunity for them to come on this radio show and talk to that portion of our audience that lives in their wards, the rest of the audience that lives in the city, and anybody else who's interested. I think that's important to dialogue. And I I don't mind sharing that I am not not sympathetic with politicians that don't uh, speak to their constituents. And I, I have a personal example of this. Uh, last night, and I want to thank the um, youth organizing, youth, Y-O-U, youth organizing, oh, what does it stand for? Youth Opportunities Unlimited. That's what it is. They're a subset, a student, a student group within the Granite State Organizing Project. I was invited to their candidate forum last night, <clears throat> which I did attend late. I told them I would be late because the first hour of it conflicted with my television show. And I told him that I would be there following my television show. Um, And I got there right about the time I said I would. And um, I have lots of reasons, given uh, how I've been treated by members of that organization uh, since my time on the school board, to have told them to pound sand. Uh, But they invited me, and I I thought, well, regardless of my past interactions, uh, there are issues of concern that they have that we in the school board will deal with. And if I want to, uh, uh, if I want to try to bridge the divide here in the city, if I want to try to open up dialogue, I have to look past some of those past slights and um, be present. And I was, and I'm glad I did, because I got a chance to answer some questions, uh, and afterwards I got a chance to talk to several people who had some very specific issues that they wanted to talk to me about. And what they found when they talked to me is that I was a whole lot different than they had been led to believe by people who told them things about me 
And uh, there's there's one lady who I told I would send a variety of information. Um, it, do we have? Oh, we do. Okay, I, I was looking for the last thing I have in my box here is that Eddie was on the line. So I was I sorry. Um, so um, so I, I I will send her the information that will show that what was said about what I said on this radio show was wrong. Um, and I got a chance to speak to a number of the kids who, um, <clears throat> you know, ultimately by the end of the conversation, uh, we were all taking pictures together. I'll post the one that I asked him to take with my camera. Uh, and I think we opened up a level of dialogue there that helped them understand a different, uh, you know, my point of view on things. Uh, and, uh, it helped me better understand their point of view. It was good dialogue. I'm glad I went, but you know, when you're a candidate, you can't only go like I've seen Will Stewart go to those uh, 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 television shows or other places where you're going to be in front of a in front of a friendly audience. You have to be willing to go wherever it is you're asked to go, because if you win, you're going to have to deal with the people that disagree with you or don't like you because you can't just represent the ones that gave you a safe space to be a candidate. Uh, and with that, we'll go to Al Caprillion, who I apologize, I didn't realize was on the line, brought to us by SRT Construction. Don't know Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Gerard at Large radio program. Good morning! The prognosticator of precipitation. Forecast for today. The captain of cumulus clouds. Here's the cold front here. Icing on throat. The high priest of high pressure. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Master of meteorology. All right. Ow. Oh. Al Caprillion. Keeps raining all the time. And we're bringing Al Caprillion on the air a little late. Al, Al I apologize. I missed the fact that you called in. So uh, good morning, my friend. Good morning. You were really going to town this morning, Rich. I tell you, I'm glad it's the weekend. You can get some rest tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, me too. Now, with all of the uh, listen, with all the the rain and the the weather that we've had, and the stories about houses and whatnot being flooded, I'd like to remind people about SRT Construction LLC because not only can they help you uh, repair the damage, they will work with your insurance with you to file the claim with your insurance company, so it gets filed correctly, and uh, you get what you get coming to take care of the damage that's been done. Learn more at srtconstructionllc.com. That's srtconstructionllc.com. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Rich. How are you there? How was your week? Busy? As always, Al, it's busy. But well, I'm we looking... have some good weather. You can rest with the sunshine today and tomorrow, and then more heavy rain smooths in later Sunday, Sunday night. Some really? strong winds. The very intense low pressure system moves up the coast. You can see one to two inches of rain. Some areas may get three. There'll be strong winds as well, Sunday, late in the day, evening, and overnight. And then Monday, the storm moved into eastern Canada. We'll have a gusty west-northwest wind, some partial clearing, mid to upper 50s Monday. It looks great Tuesday for all the trick-or-treaters, mid to 55 to 60 during the day Tuesday. Lots of sunshine. Temperatures will fall once the sun goes down, but it looks dry and on the cool side for all the trick-or-treaters Tuesday night. Ah, all right. So, uh... Is this a wet weather pattern we've been in, Al, sort of what you're expecting for the entire winter? Well, the, just the, the magnitude of the intensity of the jet stream is getting me a little worried because we have another strong low-level jet, so it's not even winter yet, and 
as you learn in meteorology school, as I did, the jet stream strongest during the winter months. So uh, if this is any indication of what the jet stream is going to be this winter, we're in for a long ride with some intense storms and a lot of wind and strong low-level jet streams with the winter storms this year. That's my prediction. I, my signal in my brain tells me we're going to have a lot of storminess this winter. May, they may not all be straight snow, but it depends on the track of the storm. If it moves up to New York State, then we change to sleet, freezing rain, and possibly rain depending on the storm track. But I think there's going to be a lot of coastal storms this winter. That's just my feeling. The signal in my brain is telling me that that's not a written weather forecast or a forecast. It's just my feeling right now, looking at the current pattern right now, I think it's going to be an active winter. Gotcha. Well, you know, you, you said that uh, a whole lot of months ago, and it's been my experience, Al, that when you've sort of made these predictions for winter on the Gerard at Large radio show, it has turned out exactly the way the signal in your brain, as you put it, has told you. So, uh, Now, uh, you, well, also, you also thought at one of... point we were going to have a really cold winter in addition to all the storminess. Do you still feel that way, or do you think it could be one of those? Well, uh, I mean, we could have some brief moderation. You know, depending, there could be, if the jet streams lifts over us, or just to our north, there could be some warm air with some of the storms. I'm not saying every storm is going to be snow, but I think just the the number of storms, the amounts, I think there's going to be quite a few this winter, just because the jet stream is already, we're already seeing a big digging trough in the Tennessee Valley that's going to bring moisture up from the Gulf of Mexico, and that's why we're going to have the heavy rain late Sunday, Sunday evening, and overnight. The, the source region and the moisture is the Gulf of Mexico, and that's where we have a lot of your moisture, so that's going to ride right up the east coast with the coastal storm. Gotcha. All right, so where do you see the weather coming from? Is it going to be coming from uh, the Gulf area, the, uh, the you know, yeah. Canada? No, no, I'm not talking about this next one. I'm talking about over the winter. Well, I think there'll be a lot of the troughs. I think they'll be digging it. I think there'll be a lot of troughs and storms originating in the Gulf. You know, they originate down in the Gulf Coast state and then move up towards the East Coast. I think there'll be a lot of energy down south through the south of the Gulf Coastal regions and the Gulf of Mexico. Remember, the Gulf of Mexico is still mild in water temperatures. Very warm in the summer, still mild in the winter. So between that and the cold air over the continent, I think we're going to see contrast and we're going to see quite a few storms forming. All right. Al Caprillion, as always, we appreciate your time with us here on the Drought Large Radio Show and our thanks to SRT Construction for their sponsorship of your segment. Rich, have a great weekend, and Josh, both of you. We'll talk to you next week, and everyone, take care. All right, we're going to take a break for traffic and sports. Stay with us.